0: I'd like to see what other people rate and see what like I can add in. So like I'll take different parts of like other people's like things that I see as sick and other people's stuff. So like Eminem and like how it does like different voices and J Cole storytelling and like this thing and I'll add it into my stuff. I never seen people that are like, oh, the voice is a big aspect. So that's a
1: hip hop hustle podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing, no Aaron's not playing, no fucking game.
0: You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under.
1: And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man, because they giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate
0: the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle Podcast. What's up with it?
1: Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle Podcast. I'm super excited about my next guest, hailing from the UK. Um, it's the one and only VIC, or Vic. Obviously, short for Victor as well. Um, you'll probably know him on TikTok as well. So it's Hello Vico on TikTok as well. But, um, Obviously, uh, he's got his huge track, which is A Teen, which dropped, uh, I think, in 2021. You've got a new album that came out, or an EP, the Bedroom Chronicles. And most recently as well, um, your song A Teen featured or features on FIFA 2022, which is pretty cool because, like, let's be honest, we've all played FIFA before and it's kind of. I've always wondered how they get songs, but now. You're literally one of the songs on FIFA and you can play and literally listen it to yourself. Yes,
0: it's it's insane. I, I was I was in the same boat, always wondering how people get their song on the on the app as well.
1: It's it's mad surreal to me. So did they like just reach out to you?
0: Um, they reached out to my manager at first. Yeah. So uh it was it was, it was a weird couple of like couple of months really. It was just a very weird couple of months and um yeah it's 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 not like the it's not like the big way that you'd see it somebody like from ea that would be like oh we caught this like um we caught this song um that we think it would fit very well with like our brand and then from there it's just like they need this and they need this and they need this and then all of a sudden you don't really know whether it's gonna make it and then they're like oh yeah this is gonna
1: feature in so they didn't get Mbappe to reach out. No,
0: no, no, That no, no. would sick. <laughs>
1: That'd be awesome if part of their contract was like, you gotta reach out to the featured artists.
0: That's can you imagine madness. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I think I think they should bring it in. It would be so lucrative to have like the the footballer who's on the cover reach out yeah. to everybody.
0: I would that uh, I mean, you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. But I, I feel like Mbappé has better things to be doing. You
1: know what I'm saying, right i don't know. EA, here's a shout yeah. out to you. If you do it, I want some royalties because my idea. But idea. Yeah. but either way, <laughs> imagine how lucrative it would become. Like, obviously, it's lucrative enough. We all love FIFA. But, like, imagine yeah. artists would be, like, queuing up to do that. Just to speak to the football. I feel
0: like artists are already queuing up to, to just get there. That would just be, like, a, an extra, like, cherry on a pie. Right. To, to make it that much more of a sick thing to have your children's FIFA they can Isn't afford it
1: like... they can afford to get Mbappe <laughs> to reach out let's be honest
0: there's what like how many how many artists on, that, on the game it's like two is not 200
1: no nah, like I don't 50. think it's I think it's like 50 yeah
0: yeah it's pretty there's quite a lot That will be quite a lot of like letters and Mbappe has to write it. no
1: but maybe he it's just does hard. like a voice note like congratulations on making it to the game and he just Oh okay. yeah so he
0: just does it once and then they just like they just send it. Like, yeah <laughs> or, or they just
1: spend like you know a couple of hours in the studio in like a recording studio. He says, Congratulations, yeah. you know, Vic on making it to FIFA and that's yeah. it. Imagine how cool that would be. You'd have that forever.
0: Yeah, that would be hard. That would be kind of hard. That would be very hard.
1: Did they give you a yeah. PS5 at least to play FIFA? No,
0: they didn't actually. But my manager, my manager bought me a PS5 to play it. So it was it was a it was a sick thing. Cause I mean, it's it's weird. I never really had like a PlayStation. So I had a Wii growing up, right? And I would only play FIFA when I was around people's house or when I was in uni. And um yeah, so this was the first ever time that like I actually bought FIFA myself. So I had to obviously I got the game. Um and then I didn't have a PlayStation to use. So my manager was just like, yo, <laughs> we gotta celebrate the the moment. So yeah, let's let's do this. Uh he bought me a, a PlayStation, it was yeah.
1: It's obviously and it's also on a playlist, right? So it's not like you choose when your song comes up. Do you remember the first time you heard your own song?
0: Oof. Um I remember the first time, but it wasn't It wouldn't, It wasn't. wasn't like when you think it would be. Like, I went straight to, when I first got it, I went straight to the, um, the place you can select all the streams and I, I turned off my song.
1: Oh, really? Like,
0: yeah, so everybody's like, oh, yeah, I, I turn off every other song except from yours. I was like, I turn off my own song because it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird, I, I don't think it fully, like, it fully... Reggie still in my head yet, so it was just it was just very weird because I I just want to play FIFA without having the whole like madness of my song being in this game. I just want the legacy of FIFA to be how it is, um, and then uh, yeah. So it took it took me a while. It it was that, and it was also the fact that like I was away from home, and I wanted the first time I heard it to be with my family. So then the first time I heard it, like when I when I um I bought it for my brother for like. Christmas or something and then I was at home and we were playing it and it was the first song that came on where you were logging on for my brother's thing and it was it was because he he heard it before me he was like oh Victor it's happening <laughs> <laughs> I was just, it's just like a weird feeling I was like yo he's playing my tune like it's actually it's the game is playing it so it's, it's just a very weird like weird feeling um but yeah you get used to it and um,
1: yeah, <laughs> it was like because now that you put it that way, I wouldn't want to listen to my own podcast you know what I'm when saying? I'm doing other stuff. You like, see what I'm saying?
0: It's, it's, yeah. it's very weird. I mean, it's it's like the thing where you hear the artists that would like to listen to their own song after, like, like they they make it. But it's just like, I know ACN is my song, and I've heard it so many times like, because it was out like a year or so before that. So I've heard it multiple times, but then. Like on FIFA, it's like you literally grew up playing this like Yeah, and then and and then you kind of like, yo, is it that like I don't know man, it's it's it's, it's a very weird feeling. It's a very weird, it's a very weird feeling. It's very weird feeling.
1: But yeah. Well, I had for the first time, I think probably a week ago, yeah. have where I was at a bar and a song from an artist that I've interviewed played yeah. at the bar. Yeah. And I could audibly hear it just randomly in my life. And that was like, that's as far as I want to go. Like, I wouldn't want to hear my voice or like the intro of the podcast to play randomly. Bro, it, like, imagine
0: if they played your this podcast on like TV or something that you're just scrolling on TV. And then all of a sudden it's like your face and then you're you're talking on a podcast. It's just like, a say, what are you doing? There? <laughs> it's like, just, like being it's talked
1: weird. about in a weird way. Yeah. Yes, like, yes. Like being talked about by other people, um, on on another platform. I'm still waiting for that to happen. But like, also makes me feel weird in a way. Like, I kind of you kind of like being under the radar, and then all of a sudden, when people are talking about it, it's it's different. Yes, like it's no longer your own in a weird way.
0: This is the thing. This like after since from the from the point when 18 well, that the whole campaign on TikTok 18 stopped being my tune. So like now I. I don't, I don't think of 18 as my tune. Like, oh, yeah, I wrote it. But, like, it's not really my tune anymore. It's FIFA's tune. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, yeah, 18 did everything that it did. And I'm grateful for that. But, like, I need a song that does 18 level that I feel that is my tune. You see what I'm saying? Because, like, everybody took it and they were like, oh, let's get this song to 18. And it was like campaigns of like eighteen to FIFA, like, and all of that, and it's it's great, and it was perfect, but like, I feel like eighteen is now like just gonna go down in the legacy of FIFA. You understand? Because it's like it's gonna make people's like, you know, if you, do you know like what FIFA tunes did to you, like when you were playing it. You understand? You don't really think yeah. about artists that made the song; you're thinking about the song and everything that like the song created for you, the atmosphere and the feelings that it created. So you're not thinking about, oh yeah, like the weekend released this tune or like um this person released this tune that did this. You understand know it's more FIFA released this tune that did this. You understand? Know
1: because like song, I it's it's weird because I went one of two two ways with FIFA songs. It was like I've heard this song so much that yeah. I'm tired of it. And I'm yeah. like, it's kind of like ruined the song in a way because it's like I've heard it. And obviously it depends how much you play, but I played FIFA 2008, I think. That was like my peak FIFA love was PlayStation 2, FIFA 2008, and there were songs on there that I was like, this intro annoys me now. But I will also say you're right because it's like, yeah, it reminds you of FIFA. That song doesn't remind you of you, weirdly enough. Like I think, yeah, that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about that before.
0: This is the thing. There's many things, there's many things that comes with it. And it's it's a great thing, but it's a great thing, but it's like it's um there's many sides to it that normally you wouldn't think about. Would you because want
1: another song? Hmm? Would you would you want another song on FIFA? Or now that you've done it, would you be like, you know I what, mean, that's enough?
0: It's not it's not the first thing in my memory. Cause I mean, <laughs> now that a lot of my audience came in from the FIFA thing. They're like, oh, this song will be sick on FIFA and this song will be. I'm like, <laughs> we've already done FIFA, you understand? Maybe let's let's try go somewhere else, you understand? Um, but like if it happens, it happens. Like if it creates, if I create a song that like FIFA are like, oh, this will be sick for this purpose, like the whole point of creating music is to reach reach people, right? And um, and to, to I mean, hit people where it needs it. So if FIFA are like, oh, this song will be sick, and we feel like it'll we'll be sick for this purpose, and I'm like, okay, but it's not like like The first one where I was like, fair play, let's go this direction. You see what I mean? So I'm not creating songs to go on FIFA. I don't want to be the FIFA artist. You understand? Um, yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to. I've done that. We move to the next thing.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree. I wouldn't yeah. want to be the FIFA artist. I think yeah, once is kind of cool or like once a decade for one of your songs is kind of cool. But yeah, I think if if all you're known for is being on FIFA, I think then uh it's probably not ideal as an artist Yeah. Who, right.
0: oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, talk, I want I'm going to jump back to Wii cuz you mentioned Wii. I had a Wii when I was growing up as well. What was your what was your jam? What was like your your thing?
0: See, I had a James Bond game. I had this james bond game on the wheels it was hot it, it was so good it was it was so good i can't remember what it was like golden eye or something it was like the cod version it's like call your xbox but on wii and i remember spending like 15 like 10 hours on it on it like in a day just trying trying to trying to beat all these levels it was sick it was sick and i think yeah. it was like james bond like Golden Eye, something the game of the movie or
1: something. I just remember the Wii Sports, like just being like the golf, the Wii Sports, yeah, the bowling, the Wii Fit, yeah, Wii Fit, yeah, come on, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My brother was obsessed with Mario Kart, like obsessed. We we ended up getting the the actual driver, like you actually had the the steering wheel. Um,
0: Nah.
1: Just the oh, okay. steering wheel and the controls, right? And I remember waking up to the thing, like, because it buzzed. Yeah. And and I remember waking up to him literally going, Yahoo! Like, he would make the noises. And, like, he was obsessed. He was obsessed with Yoshi. And yeah. I think there was one of the laps where he was, like, he was really good at it. He was, like, beating the ghost and he was ranked in, like, the top ten. Like, he was really good. Really? I don't know what ever happened, but he was obsessed with it for a while.
0: We didn't, I've I, I always wanted, you know what? And I was actually talking to somebody about this like two weeks ago or like a month ago. I was like, yo, I need to, I really love like Mario Kart. Like, but I just, my parents just didn't want to buy it for me for some reason. And I was talking about it, like two weeks ago. I, sh- I was like, yeah, maybe I should buy it just like to 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 like, <laughs> I an owe back to like my younger self. I, Why, didn't really- hmm? Why didn't they want to buy it? Why didn't they want to buy it? I have no idea. I have no Maybe I was spending too much time on the and, and James Bond, 10-hour <laughs> days on it. Like, they were like, nah. <laughs> but maybe maybe that's why. But, yeah, it would have made my childhood so much more fun. But we move. It's in the past.
1: Yeah. Well, you said, like, your brother. Do you have many siblings?
0: I have a brother and a sister. Yeah.
1: How is it for them, like, seeing you – Kind of rise, like I, th- I think it's also weird being a sibling of someone who's starting to kind of make their dreams happen and have a public profile in
0: a yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, it's never really been maybe for my, actually. I don't even know. I don't even know. I haven't really asked them like that. Um, my brother was more into music when we started. So like when I was in when I was in school and like secondary school and like college. He was the one doing, like, the uploading covers on, like, Instagram and all of that. And I didn't want to do it at school because (laughs) kids at school are (laughs) rude. Kids at school. He he didn't have the best time. So, like, I was seeing that happen to him. I was like, maybe maybe not here. Um, So um, it's kind of he was going hard at school and the energy died down at uni and all of that. But then I picked it up at uni because uni is like, you, everybody's basically their own person. So I picked it up at uni. Um, and yeah, I just kind of went from that. And I don't think they kind of see it any, any way. It's just because, because when you're so close to it, you can see it all happen and you know everything about it. So it's kind of like, I don't feel like anything has happened yet. You understand? Like, because you're always looking at the next thing that's going to happen. And you're always looking at the next thing that's going to happen. So I feel like that's kind of the same way because they're so close to the to the action. It's not like like if they were to go away for like six months and then come back and they see like this, 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 this has happened, then it'll be like, oh, crazy. But if you're like following every bit of it, then it's kind of like, how is this going and how is this going? What are you doing next and what are you doing next kind of thing? You understand? Um, but I feel like there's major there's major bits that they'll be like oh that's cool, but I guess my family are very like my family are very like they're like um, my my parents are very like you have this dream you go for it, and so they expect no less <laughs> like like it's not like oh you're doing something like. You're doing something that we didn't expect. We're like, yeah, we expected you. <laughs> we told you you can do anything. So like now you're doing it. So it's calm. <laughs> this what we expected kind of thing. Um,
1: so yeah, I think it's also weird because like your family grew up with you mm. before you had any of this, right? Yeah. So it's like they know you well before they've seen you in every moment in your life, and like their perception of you will. Let's say you become like Drake, Jay Z. But still i think their perception of you will not be that it'll be change. like it will you're change. my family member like i remember you when you were like in your diapers when you were like at family dinners
0: hundred percent i they it will never change it will never change I, i'm like even because because my parents are like parents in it so they never they don't know what tiktok is they don't know what fifa is bro they don't they don't i say i go on fifa they're like oh it's what is that? Is that a game? Is that like? What does that mean? I just, like, it's it, they don't know how big things are. I guess. I guess, unless they see like a live representation of things, like say like a show or something, or like doing an ad for some something they know. You understand? Like, I did a Costa Coffee ad the other day, and and my mum was like, she sent it to her friends like, oh, is it? That kind of thing, you understand? So, that little <laughs> things like that, they're like, Oh, normal people don't do this, you understand? Yeah. Or, like, you perform for like 4,000 people, and you're like, Come oh, on, they're all singing your song, that kind of thing. And it's like, Ah, oh, sending it to your friends and shit, like, so it's not, maybe it's a moment like that, but like, <laughs> start this year and stuff, where it's like, FIFA, like, what's FIFA? You understand? Like, when they pay the bills, <laughs> like that type yeah. of that.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like my babushka, so my grandmother, whenever she doesn't really understand this at all, like at all. I tried to explain what I do, and it was like I interview rappers. Number one, she doesn't know what a rapper is yeah. because like she's not exactly down with like hip-hop, yeah. and she was she was born in Russia, so like she, she lived in Russia. English is not her first language, and literally I was like, hey, I talk to people make music and the first question she asked is like can you make money from this and i was like i mean i guess at some point (laughs) she's like okay that's it
0: that's it bro that's that's literally it like i swear even before before 18 took off the reason i had to move out of my my yard to try and make it work because i just finished uni So I did economics and finance in uni whilst I was like putting out videos on the the internet and all of that, Um, and the only reason I did economics and finance at uni was because my parents were like, "You need to have something to fall back on. You can't just do music. Like, what's music gonna do?" Understand? So I was, I I finished uni. It was peak of lockdown, so I went back home, and first, like maybe a a week or two weeks, my parents would call me. Understand? Like, you're still looking for you're looking for a job. That is expected. And then like they kept asking me, yo, like what's the job search saying? What's the job search saying? I did you can't you can only like put that off for so long in it. So trying to trying to say that you're the music. So I was like, ah, I'm gonna move out. I moved out, moved to Redding, um, my uni town. And I was just sleeping on my friend's floor and trying to continue making these videos because I was like, I oh, know, sooner or later, like something's gonna pop. And then like I managed to do that got, got like a job outside of like I don't know if you know like an amazon warehouse I don't know if you have that in yeah. Australia so I was working in Amazon warehouse managed to get myself like a room just making making those videos and like I was it like I gave I got myself like a six months lease thing um in six months lease in the in the in the room I was staying, just a sort of small little cupboard room and um uh I managed to Yeah, so I was just making videos I'd work there, like for, what time was it? 4 a.m. to like 12 p.m., come back, make like videos for TikTok, then like make the content again. And then write tunes, I had to finish at six o'clock because like people were working in the yard and like I was doing all of that. And then like six months was coming up, still nothing had happened. My parents were like, yo, are you making money from me? Still wasn't making money from music. And then it was like two, three days before I was about to move out, the 18 started taking off and then I could go home. And then when I got home, um, my parents were like, okay, now you're home, you, do you have a job to show for it? I was like, no, but like I'm leaving because the label was calling me, like they're going to take me up to London. And so I wasn't even at home, like too much for them to be like, asking for it because I, I just kept moving to London and getting put in the studio sessions. And then after a bit, I just I moved to London properly. And then my parents were like, OK, so like you've got a house and you've got this. And then that was when they were like, OK, maybe, maybe like we'll see. We'll keep an eye out. And then from there, it was just like this and then this and this and this and this. And this. So like now they kind of, kind of <laughs> the other day, two months, it was like two months ago, um. No, nah, last month because I graduated last month, my parents were like, "So are you gonna do your masters?" <laughs> I was like, it out, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> you can't win." <laughs> so well, it's let like- me
1: say congratulations on on completing your degree. I mean, yeah. I did mine, and I was so I did uh, commerce law. I did a double because okay. I used to want to be a lawyer, and then I did thirty days at a law firm, and it sucked balls. It was such.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> It was the worst experience. I hated it. Um, And it was at a top-tier law firm here. Let me be very clear. I didn't get there because I was good. I got there because I knew somebody that kind of hooked me up with like a – and I was not in like sexy law. Like I wasn't doing like criminal. I was doing conveyancing, which is trash. But I remember the first time I walked into the building, it was like 101 Collins Street in the city. I go up and I go to this lobby. It's marble. It's beautiful looking out on the city and I literally, I'm i dressed in a suit and I'm like, I fucking made it. I legit thought I'd made it. And they had waiters bringing you coffee and I was like, God damn, working at this law firm is going to be sick. sick yeah. Day two, they show me where I'm actually going and it's just cubicles and it's carpet and it sucks. And it's the I just got sold on a false dream. Bro, and I was just they, like...
0: They tell you what like the people that I've worked 20 years in that like industry are doing. <laughs> but when you're starting, it's flipping like it's like 30-hour days. It's not even 30 hours in a day where it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was, like, was going to do investment banking and that's like breaking your back for flipping, bro. It's not it at all.
1: Funny <laughs> enough, I, my first job was a salesperson at a bank. Mm. That was like my first corporate job. I was yeah, just on the phone selling, but um, but it wasn't so bad. Like it taught me how to talk. Honestly, yeah. it was like the the best thing to learn how to communicate, how to like kind of think on your feet and do it. But I see people in banking right now, and I see people at law firms and the Big Four, and I'm like, those your lives aren't yours for the first like you know five ten years. They own you, and they don't pay you very well.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just couldn't be me, man. Just couldn't be me, man. man. As soon
1: as the sun starts coming down, I'm like, guys, I'm done for the day. (laughs) That's
0: it, man. That's it. That's it. It's, it's, I'm like, my, my whole thought here is like, you're going to be, you're going to be spending so many hours like working for somebody that it doesn't pay well. You don't have like time in your day to, it's, it's not your job. So, like, why don't you spend that 10 hours a day just doing something that you great right, you And that 10 hours that would like works you was your 10,000 hours of mastery. And like, maybe in 10 years, like you have something that is proud you're proud of instead of still working for somebody else. And you, you see what I mean? Like it's it, just doing it for yourself is so much
1: better. So I much better. think part of the key is like, you know, I've, I'm a big believer in, you can work a 9 to 5, but you have got to be working on something for yourself as well. That's it. Like like as you said, there was a period where you weren't sleeping on a bed, you were sleeping on the floor, you were in a little cupboard room, like you had to move home. There was like, you know, there's things that happen in everyone's life, but like I think they win when you're so beaten down that you're no longer working on something you love. And they and then that's that's literally when you win, that's when they you you're going to be in the system for 20 30 years you're going to be stuck kind of
0: in the grind that's it and i'll say the perfect time because like so many people like even i was telling my brother like the the perfect time is like for me i'm so glad that i started when i went to uni you understand like because i don't know if i'll be i would have been able to balance like a nine to five like some people can't balance a nine to five and something on the side because the nine to five is just like draining in itself to be able to start something else you understand so like the only time i had and that was perfect time was um at uni because in uni so many like you can literally do anything especially now that it's online like you can do four things (laughs) and like you have three years like when else in your life are you gonna have three years to like focus on something and just like try and make something work and it's just like I tell everybody that that three years of uni is it could be so like it it could be it it, it would just give you that three years head start over anybody else that like are doing it like and has to and have to balance a job um, with it.
1: Well it's funny, I started this when I had a full time job. Yeah. And I still have a full time job. It's and I still do
0: perfect. it. Because
1: and weirdly enough, uh, it's just, I like, I love the quote, the best time to start is now. Mm. And and I I think think back
0: yesterday, the second best time is today.
1: Yeah. Whereas like, and I think back and I look at all these other podcasts that are like a thousand episodes in and I'm Mm. like, God damn. Imagine if I started, you know, 10 years ago or I started in high school where I'd be right now. I'd be 10 years in, but like, At the end of the day, that's like a dream. That's the past. You've got to let go. And I think a lot of people kind of look and go, it's too late. Mm. But like every day that goes past, it just gets later. So you might as well try. Mm. Like what's the worst that's going to happen? I always say to people like the worst thing that was ever going to happen to me is number one, I talk about hip hop, which I love talking about anyway. And I get to interview artists. That's the worst case scenario is that I get to continue to do that.
0: And the thing is, the thing is a lot of people, a lot of people, and the reason why people like don't do it, I think is because they don't have like a passion for it. So like you said, you like talking about like hip hop and you would do it anyway. So like, this is just like a lot of people, when you say like you, you need to have like a second grind that you're doing, they think it's all oh, you need to learn how to do this or do this or do this bro it's just like something that you would do anyway just like be consistent at it finding time in your day because you're gonna do it anyway like find time in your day to to do it and be consistent at it. and like five years ten years time you never know what could happen with it like either way what the, the only thing the only thing that you've lost is i guess time that you probably spend watching TV or like doing something else, right. That wouldn't make you any better. off.
1: And if you don't know what it is that you love, just try shit. Just try. Just got to try shit. Like, you know, doing something is better than nothing. Who knows? You might love pottery. It doesn't matter, but if you love it, it'll give you purpose in your life. It'll give you something else to look forward to. Like I used to do um, improv comedy. Like when I was working at the bank, I realized I started dreaming about my deals and home loans. And I was like, this is not healthy and I needed a creative outlet. So me and my friend, we started doing it together and it was really good. I'm glad I did it. Do I do it now? I don't, but like, I think just going out on a limb and just giving shit a go, like, you know, I think we're all scared of judgment at some point, but like, you just got to start like, and you don't have to tell anybody. That's like, true. You don't have to tell anybody. To just tell go. You.
0: This is the I, I was say like, alright. So like, I was doing. I did three years on on, on Instagram, and um, whilst I was in uni, just like uploading videos and stuff. And then at the start of twenty twenty, my brother told me like, "Yo, there's this thing called TikTok," and basically it's just like. And then I checked it out that like, it's just dancing videos, and it was like, what you what you got to do is you just. Put your videos on there and it's not a closed community like instagram so like on the instagram like, at the start of started 2020 because i i'd given myself like the holy uni i was like oh something has to happen in three years like so that i don't have to do a nine to five and then after three years of posting videos every week um i was still on like 200 followers i was like damn, this didn't work so then like when my brother was like, all right, there's this thing called TikTok, it would just put your if you're good, they'll put yourself, your, your thing in people's eyes. Um and like I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it, because I had my boys back then who be like, oh, you doing on TikTok, you're making dance videos, no, nah, mate. So like I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. And then I, I secretly made an account in it. And <laughs> I told nobody about it. And I was just taking my videos from Instagram, just putting it on TikTok taking my video from Instagram and putting it on TikTok. And then after like a week or two weeks, one of the videos I'd made earlier on Instagram, just like did like 200,000 views overnight. And it gave me my first like 5,000 followers. And then I was like, yo, yeah, well, what well, going Like I got 5,000 <laughs> followers on this thing. Like nobody could chat to me. Cause like, like when I'm starting, it's the thing is, the thing is, yeah when you're starting you don't want you don't want that hate that would like stop you because it'll make you feel like you failed but like when you have something to bring to people then like nobody like no matter what people say you've still achieved this thing that they haven't achieved see what i mean so then you can be more proud of it so that's the i think that's the thing where you where you're like you don't need to tell anybody just like and that's that's the way i work with most things like i would just i would just Go find a way to make this thing work and then I'll present it to whoever I need for the next purpose. You understand? And that's, I think, I think that's the way that you have to do it. I I guess you have to find a way that works for you.
1: Isn't it funny though that like we're all scared of the judgment of our friends?
0: Everybody. It's crazy. It's
1: so weird. It's so weird that the people we really worry about are people that are close to us. Like if strangers gave you hate, you'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. Yeah, what you. But yeah. like the people you hang out with every day, they're the people you're like, I don't want you to find out. Cause I'm scared of what you'll think of me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's because like the, um, the people online, you're probably just going to meet them once or twice. You understand? Like, <laughs> like come across them on your feed or something once but then people in your circle or like in your outer circle you're probably going to meet them multiple times so if they know something that you're doing then they can influence your circle kind of thing so i guess nowadays i'm not really like it's i think it's all about cultivating the right circle you understand like especially in this in this like music business you have to be you have to be ready to fail and a lot and like many times so like if your circle were the type that will hate you for failing then that's not sustainable so you just have to have the right and at the start and probably at school and when most people start you're not really thinking about all of this you just have a like a wide circle that I guess of acquaintances and of friends and all of that 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 you're not really thinking about impressing, you're just like meeting. But then as you get to certain points, you need to be careful with like the people that you're surrounding yourself with because they can they can make a make a break you, I guess. Yeah. It's
1: just funny that like, you know, that's what we're scared of. Even though you're you're being authentically you, you're going for it. And you would think that they would be supportive. But like I think I've said this before, but often they're the people that you know before you start making a big, if they are kind of hating on you, mm. is because they're actually hating themselves. Mm. They wish you they could do what you're doing and yeah. it's a reflection of they wish they took the leap. Now they're seeing you do well and they're like, nah, I can't show love. Because yeah, 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 I have yeah. to accept within myself that I could have done that. Yeah. And so they'll show hate instead. And yeah. so they'll want you to fail. So yeah. it justifies their lack of effort or their their lack of, you know, conviction to give it a go. So yeah. I think it's a reflection of them. And if there are people in your circle that don't support it, I think you're very much right. Yeah. You've got to find other people that support it. Because yeah. they show their true colours at the end of the day.
0: That's the thing. And even... Like you will notice that a lot of the people that like they just they'll just like watch. They just like to watch. Not even, not even hate or nothing, they'll just watch. Like not supporting anything. They'll just so like end of the day, it's a very it's not it's not lonely if if you have the right people around you, but at the start, it's a very lonely thing. You have to be able to have your mental in place if you don't have like a circle. You have to have like your mental. You have to be able to take the l's and move on. Like th- this is why it's this is why it has to be your passion. You understand because if it's not your passion or something that you have a dream about or like have a goal for, then there's a lot of people that would like fall off the wayside. You understand because there's so many reasons why why like you'll fail um, at it,
1: but. It's, it's funny to- when you mentioned people watching because I think you're 100% right. I, there are people I know that will, that don't like any of my shit. They yeah. don't watch any of my stuff. I know yeah. that I, they just follow me on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And then they, when I see them, they're like, Hey, how's the podcast doing? And Is I'm it- like, So I know you're, I know you see it. You don't yeah. throw any yeah. likes yeah. or anything, yeah. but it's like, and sometimes, Sometimes I, I like to be a bit of a dick, and this is just more my personality where they're like, Oh, yeah, hey, bro. Hey, I, hey bro, it's I'm good there, to see. You. <laughs> I
0: get you, bro. I get you.
1: Or it's like, Yeah, they're like, Oh, it looks like the podcast is doing well. I'm like, Thanks, man. Thanks for all the likes. Yeah. And it makes them <laughs> feel so awkward. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I get you. I get you. And I've, it's the thing that you got, got to do it, man. Like, if if you make it yourself, then <laughs> upon what the people think, bro. Like, I, I, I fully I fully get that. Like it's the the type of people that like when you when you do something you make it out of yourself because a lot of people like to think that you need people around you to make certain things happen for you. You understand? Like um like they're like, Oh, if I don't support this, then he's not gonna make it out, you understand? But if you do something for a certain amount of time. And you have a will there's gonna be a way that you're gonna make it out even if nobody's supporting you understand there's gonna be ways that you that things are gonna work out in certain ways i've seen it myself and then when you bring it to like put it on your thing like oh this happened then then you're like oh well done but <laughs> like well done oh thank you bro like but it's 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 a very it's, it's a it's a very messed up messed up thing but uh, yeah, that's the way you got to work it, man. Because at the start, and um, at the start, it's just got to be you, um, and you doing it for your for the love of it, and you doing it because you want to make something out of yourself. You, you see?
1: Yeah, it's so weird though. The whole thing of like, and it it doesn't even have to be public. It can mm. just be like, like even just like imagine if I told my friends I want to try pottery, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing pottery for? It has nothing to do with them. It's just like this weird kind of, or if I suddenly got into bowling, like bowling was my thing. Like if I just loved bowling and I wanted to, they'd be like, they'd be like, it's weird that it matters to them what you do. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Thinking about it, it's just, we're all individual people in it. We can have different likes. It's crazy. It's crazy.
1: Something I did want to ask you about was, because um, one of the things I saw was your open verse acceptance of a challenge of Pete and Bass, and they did worldwide. Yeah, and man. first of all, let me just say, I don't know how those two make the music that they do because they look so old. It is yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Respect to them. It's my, yeah. yeah. It's
1: amazing. I showed one of my friends and he was like, The song is good, but I don't like it because I know what they look like. Yeah. Um but for me, what they look like makes me like the song more.
0: Even more, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so weird, but
0: this doesn't matter the age you are, like you flipping do anything, they're popping off as well. So they're quite big in the UK, so I mean I got up to them.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember hearing the song and then deciding to do the open verse challenge? Like, do you have a way that you choose which verses that you do? Because I know that you've done them uh, on TikTok, where you kind of look at beats and then you do your own version of them and you do those challenges. But is there a way you curate or a way you decide which ones you're gonna do?
0: Not really. Not really. You you kind of. I feel. I feel like it's the same when you achieve. Like you choosing like a beat to to make a song with, you kind of get a feeling. Um you, you kind of get a feeling that you know like how to flow well with this. I guess it's 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 like practice, I guess. Practice of doing like many songs so you know kind of like the way certain songs are supposed to sound or like what would be what would be good for certain songs, I guess. Um and then you start and it just comes together. It's very weird this whole music thing. It's very very weird. <laughs> very weird. Very. Weird. Well like, now that you heart. get on
1: well now I was going to say now that you get on to like the beats that you choose. Yeah. Like you you don't choose the most upbeat ones. Like the 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 pace of it tends not to be as high paced like you tend to have more of a mellow, and you can do like some singing and then some some rapping on there. But like, do you find yourself gravitating to music like that a little bit more? I mean,
0: yes, I guess. I think I think it's just like setting a mood. I was thinking about this recently, actually. I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about what songs that I'd like to, as I'd like to make. But and it seems like a lot of the songs that I make are, are more like that. And um, I don't know. I, I guess it's just the stage I am in my career um, that um, is the stuff that I'm playing out, and I feel like it's maybe influenced by a lot of my audience as well. There's a lot of stuff that the stuff I have out. I'm I'm planning out. I like to like plan out the like the way that things are gonna work, but I know that things are really not gonna work out the way I plan. Like. Um, I said like the whole whole point of Bedroom Chronicles was the stage I was where I was in my bedroom recording this whole project, um, trying to make that authentic to that point where like the beats I choose will be from YouTube because the average rapper that's starting off will be from YouTube, will be choosing their beats from YouTube and like the story is the story of how I learned to write and how I got to go out of the bedroom so that's that's like the project bedroom chronicles and then i'm i I like i like followed the journey it's kind of like it's kind of like j cole and i come up and then the whole thing you see like you see you see how they like built the projects up bit by bit and i'm like okay then i need to find the next sound and the next sound needs to be like this but then it's like the sound still stays <laughs> like like that because that's what I'm used to writing. And then all of a sudden you you get like a tune that sounds like this. And it's a very like far into the future. So you can't put that out yet because this is not where my fan base is right now. Um but you have to patch those bits together which is which is the thing like one thing i noticed um, um now that i'm in the, in the studio with like other people is like artists have fit a lot of songs like i was with some guy that did like the kendrick album and he said that this project was like finished like years ago <laughs> and like these just hold their tunes for the right time in the journey. So I guess I guess that's just like the point I am in my journeys. And I'm just I'm not um letting anything stop the creativity. So like if if this is the song that comes out now, it needs to come out. When I need to write the song that is gonna be released for this project, then it's gonna come out kind of thing. At this point, yeah, it's like mellow um sing song kind of vibes with the with the verse as well.
1: But I've always wondered, like, how many tracks do people leave, like, unreleased in yeah. their career? Yeah. And I feel like it is thousands. So many. Like, just, and shit that I wonder if, like, if we as fans heard it, we'd be like, this is fire. But mm. for whatever reason, the artist is self-critical and is mm. just like, Oh, yeah. No.
0: yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's even, it's even, it's, it's as you say, it's as you say, after a certain point, it's not even, it's not even a fans that, that or not, not the fans, the people close to you that um, is the biggest thing, which is why like your mind comes into play because then you know what your fans expect and you know what you want to be. So the music that you're putting out you're your big, biggest critic. You're your biggest op. So, like, the biggest thing that every musician tells you is you, ne- you need to step away from yourself, right? You need to. In the perfect world, there will be no haters, and music could just come out, and like, anybody can be whatever they want to be, and they can like put whatever music out and do whatever, try whatever things. But the world's not perfect. You understand? Like, even if it's even if it's your fans that's hate, it's either your fans are hating. Your friends are hating or you're hating yourself. You understand? And that is what's going to stop the art. But you need to, as a musician, just put that all aside and just, like, experiment. You understand? Which is why the perfect time is before anybody, like, touches the, like, sees you. Because you can do whatever you want and, like, make whatever artist be whatever artist you want without any of the criticisms because I guess, I mean, the least people that you should worry about is the people closest to you. <laughs> like, right. Um, not Yeah. Yeah. The people's the people in your circle, like you don't really care what the, the fans think at that point, because you don't have any fans. You don't really care what you think, because at that point you're just doing it for the love of it. So whatever comes out is whatever. And that's really how it should be.
1: Yeah. I think fans are never happy. And I like I reflect as myself as a fan, and I have two modes. I'm like, this rapper, all three, there's like, I love what this rapper does, and they deliver exactly what I want at the right time, and then I'm happy. But then if I hear too much of the same shit from the same rapper, I'm like, I heard this three albums ago. Do something different. Show me you're getting better. Show me that you're improving so that I can see it. But then- if they do something different and I don't like it, I'm like, give me the old shit back.
0: Yeah, and it's like,
1: yeah. you can never have it both ways. Um, and like, I just think we got to cont- support artists in their continued creative journey. Like I I'm a fan of tech nine, but my big problem with tech nine is that he's been sounding the same for years. And like, whether it's this song or a previous song, he's very gifted in his ability to rap, his rhyme schemes, but like the cadence is the same. If I get a Tech 9 song, I know exactly what's going to happen. And so it's like, I'm not really excited by any new release. But then like, you know, other artists, you're like, I don't know what this could be. This could be completely different. I think that's the really interesting thing about Kendrick that you brought up is like, you don't really know what version of Kendrick you're going to get. Whether it's your favorite version or not, he's always trying new shit, and so that I can always respect as like as a commentator on hip hop is like I'm not going to love everything he does, but at least he's always pushing the boundaries of what he can do. Same as Kanye, like I wasn't the biggest fan of Donda, yeah. like that's not my that's not my jam,
0: yeah. but
1: like I respect him as an artist to be like. I'm pushing the boundaries of a new sound of a new technique of and I'm not going to and I refuse to stay the same for decades on end. So I think it's like we got to just be more open as fans to be accepting of that and as a result let artists such as yourself just like try new shit not have to wait for fans to be ready for it where it's like I'm the artist I'm going to show you where I'm at in my life, and if I want to do upbeat shit, I'm going to do upbeat. If I want to do mellow, I'm going to do mellow. If I want to flow, I'm going to flow. So it's just kind of like I think we got to be a little bit more accepting of the the artists we like.
0: Hundred percent, I think it's 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 in both senses. It's in it's in it's in both ways. Um, I mean, you could say we've got to be like um, more accepting, but really and truly, like you can't. Re- you can't you can't make everybody do one thing. So like there's still going to be that element of like the artist has to put it in his head that it's, I'm making music about what I feel. Because once you start to step into that place of like, Oh, this is what the trend is. I'm going to follow the trend. That's when you lose the creativity, you lose the art. Like, if you look at like one, one of my most recent examples is like Drake with his, like honestly, never mind. Like that, um,
1: that is the perfect tagline for the for the album. Yes. never mind. Don't yes. bother.
0: This is it. This, <laughs> it's like he knew exactly what people were gonna say, but he believed so much in the fact that this is where I am right now that I'm gonna stick with it, and then sooner or later, everybody stuck with it. And it's like, like if if he just like dropped another project, it probably. I mean, he's the he's the artist of the decade for a reason, because he hasn't stuck to what everybody um, thought was the norm. And I rate that about him, whatever you say about him, I rate that about him. But I think that where art loses its art is where you start to think about what everybody's thinking. and Like, there's there's a pureness to like hearing a beat and speaking exactly how you feel instead of thinking, oh, this is how I'm going to do this, and this is
1: how I'm going to do this, and this No, I don't think so. Well, I think he catered to a fan base he didn't have yet. Yeah. I think that was his problem. It sounded like he was after a, a different fan base. This was not after, like, and I think the challenge artists have is, like, I don't think you should make songs for the fans. I think you should make songs for yourself. That's the thing. And then they're honest and they're real and – whether all your fans, you never, like you said, you're never going to please every fan. But I've interviewed enough people, to, and what they always say is like, you know, you want to end your career at some point and be like proud of the work that you did. Yeah. And I find it hard sometimes to wrap my head around artists that only catered to their fans, and then they're proud at the end because mm. I'm sure there are songs that they wish they made. There are there are like things that you wish you did, and maybe they did them, they just never released them. So like I just think you got to make music for yourself. Like you can't just make music for others.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well,
1: that's why I think you did pretty well. So, well, that's why I think you did pretty well. Is like you like you made it for yourself. That's why people gravitated towards it.
0: I think I think the I, I find it very hard to. Oof. I mean, at the start, I found it very hard to write to write something that is not like me You understand? Like, because or you, or you can you can write very well from your experience, like you don't know other people's perspective as much as you know yourself. And from where I started, I started like six years, six, seven years ago, I couldn't write for anything like I couldn't make like write music. So the only thing I knew to do was, yeah, practice, but like practice writing about what was going on in my situations. Like if I was to try and make up things about what happened in some situation, you can never do it as well as you can do about yourself. Every
1: every successful artist has songs like where they themselves play an element of it, where it's like a different version of themselves, especially – Hip hop, like you look at any of the greats, a, a list of them: Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z. Doesn't matter, Kanye, Lauren Hill. Literally, the list goes on and on. They're all talking about themselves. They're talking about their journey. They've got a version of themselves, yeah. and you know, I think I think that's what makes it so powerful. Is like it's honest, it's true, and even though everyone, not every people won't go on the same journey they can connect with the journey they can connect with the struggle they can connect with a re- relationship they can connect with all these different things and i think that's what music really is whereas if you do it the other way around it's hard to connect to
0: yeah that's the thing and i feel like that's the i mean a trend can only last for a certain amount of time you understand? and which what i love so much about tiktok and I think that it's like what which is why the music business is doing so well, like the music aspect of it is doing so well, is because like and what I found is the times when I write the things that are like me, that's the time when you relate to people. You understand? Like if I write, if I was to write that like my story, then somebody like there's parts humans are humans and they go through the exact same thing like maybe it's it's indifferent but like the base of everything is the exact same thing we're going through the exact same world right so if i was to write something that i'm feeling um then there's i'm definitely going to hit somebody like um and and connect to somebody but if i was to try and make a story about what somebody else is feeling you can never (laughs) know exactly what somebody else is feeling you know so you can like if you're which is why like all these people that are trying to like fake living like the hood life and fake all of this, like you don't really know what it's like to come from that. You understand? So yeah, you can, you can follow a trend and, but then it will ultimately come to a stop at some point. You understand? So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you've got to be real to your yourself and your story if you want longevity in this
1: thing. All those people who pretend to live, like, a hood life or a street life, whatever you want to call it, they all get caught out eventually because because everybody is like, well, hold on, you never lived that life. You never <laughs> grew up on the streets. And so, like, there are countless stories of, like, people claim to be something they're not and they get involved with people that they shouldn't get involved with because they're trying to create an image. And it's like that's just asking for trouble. Like your friends, your family, like we've spoke about it all podcast. Your friends and family, they know you didn't grow grow up that way. So like when they talk about you, people are also going to know you didn't grow up that way. And there's people have said in countless of interviews, there is a look in people's eyes that like people from the street know you were on the street or not. And so like I very openly never lived that life. So like I would never pretend. Do I enjoy the music of people who did? Yeah. I do. But I also know that like I had an artist once be like, hey, I'm going to take you to my hood. And I was like, if we go to your hood, I'm in the wrong place. I made a huge mistake and I shouldn't be here. So like knowing your place and knowing your like where you fit is an important part of also the music you create. You don't have to be like like Drake. He's not a street kid. He's never pretended to be from the streets, but like he makes music that, stick to him mostly forget never mind we'll we'll just forget about that one but like for the most part it's been pretty good so like i think there is so much of like just being true to yourself that's important
0: 100 100
1: what does your future look like like you know it's hard you, you started you were making beats from the bedroom do you have projects coming up like we, we were speaking about like you're making music and you're waiting and like but what's in the because you know, it's halfway through. It's already eight months into 2022, but, like, what's your kind of plan for the rest of 2022 moving into
0: 2023? Um, I've got releases set for coming. I have my I have uh, my first um, festivals I'm performing at. Um, at the moment, I'm just trying to find the music, really. It's like I said at the beginning. Um, I, I, I don't feel like 18 is my song anymore. So I feel the need to prove myself in the maybe mainstream, maybe not mainstream, but just like in the in the music industry. I still feel like I feel the need to prove myself in that in that time, but I'm not I'm not pushing it. I'm not pushing the um the timing it takes. I'm just trying to find the music, which is the reason why I'm just like having fun with it. Cause I feel like after it, it got to a point where it was like, I was force not forcing it so much. Like I I saw what 18 was doing and I was like, yeah, I wanna stay here. You understand? I wanna stay here. So I was doing hours like trying to make sick music, like (laughs) just like make music. Like you're trying to make a hit, but you can't really make a hit. Like you can only just like do what's like I I was trying so hard that I forgot the love of music. I was doing the nine to five, which I hated. Instead, an art cannot thrive in like, <laughs> in positions where you're like stressed and you don't make your best things there. So like, I'm just making stuff. I enjoy making, making music. The aim is still there. The aim is still there. The goal is still there. I'm still putting hours every day. I'm writing, but We'll see what comes out, man. I, you can't you can't predict these things. Um, but,
1: yeah. Funny because it's like if you knew how to make a hit, you'd yeah. make a hit. Like I always find it weird when studios are like, all right, you see this hit that you made, make another one. I was like, yeah, but that took me like 10 years to do that shit. Like I figured – like it took me ages and I just came out with one.
0: It's a summation. Like 18 was a summation of my – was like even even what's it called um bedroom chronicles like it was a summation of like five years running like it wasn't just an idea i was like oh yeah i'll have a thing that comes like this and uh, the the six songs that are on it would be like this and it would follow this I, <laughs> which is why i say like i don't understand this music thing like the video that i put that made 18 do what 18 did i tried to make it again it doesn't work like when which is what I rate, like that. You said you you don't say, "Oh, I did podcast that did this amount of views and this amount of views." You say like, "Um, I'm, I'm X amount of podcasts in," like because you never know what's going to happen in the future. All you know you is the amount of work that you put in, right, on a day to day basis. Like every day, you need to put out a podcast, or like every week, you need to put out a podcast, and that's the same. Like <laughs> you can't really predict, like. Yeah, yeah. Like on a like, I, I have a goal. Like I want to be the first UK artist with a Grammy, or like I want to get a song in a, on a on the charts and this and that. But like all I can, all I can um, control is the writing every day, putting it out, making songs, and then seeing what happens. Just following the next step,
1: and then you know, people have asked me how many views you get, and I've stopped looking at views. Yeah, on the podcast. That's it. Because I got. It was weird. There was a period probably about maybe six months ago, maybe four, around between six and three months ago where I was just every day. I was looking at how many views, where am I ranking? Where like I was obsessed, but it ruined my ability to be creative and it ruined my ability to kind of just inherently use what I'm learning and be like smarter about what I'm doing. And like, I th- like my goal is to be the best I can be. Mm. at some point. So Mm. like I'll look back on this interview and I'll nitpick the shit out of it of things that I can do better to become a better interviewer, to become a better communicator. But like that stuff, the numbers, the charts, that happens when I get better. That doesn't happen because I look at it every day. That doesn't happen because I study the numbers. And like for some people, they look at the analytics and it helps them make their decisions. I need like... I've spoken to my brother about this. Like, I am a big ideas person. I don't like lots of little details. So when I look at the analytics, it just drives me nuts because I'm forcing myself. Um, and at the end of the day, it's the fans that decide. And like, I'll know.
0: It's it's the craziest thing. It's the craziest thing. It's like you don't know this like. That- I don't know how to explain it. You don't know how it like how this whole thing works. Like at all. It's not, it's not, it's not like I've done the whole like looking at the looking at the analytics, looking at everything aspects, and I've done the it's the times when I'm just like, yo, all these videos, the Pete and Bass thing, the Cat Burns thing, the like um all the ones that I've done that it's like I've done I've done songs where like I will spend hours trying to construct the best verse and those videos flow and I've spent hours I've spent like flipping 10, 10 minutes writing a verse and those do like millions of views. It's you can't think too much about it. It's just the next step, which is which is why like, yes, like I now count my fails like I now count the amounts of times that I fills instead of the times that I win. Because like I like I I stack fills, you understand? Because it's like, all right, cool. I've gotten this fill out of the way. I've gotten this fill out of the way. Then sooner or later, things are gonna work because there's it's 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 not even like a I, I don't even I don't even like nitpick my songs. It's more, it's more I just like write. Like the more you write, the more you get better at it. The more you do something, the more you get better at it. It's not even like a cycle. It's not even like a, oh, I'm thinking about the fact I got better. It's just one day you wake up and you've gotten better because you've done it for five years straight. It's just it's just like a principle, in a sense. So I'm not really worried about that in that sense. I have goals that like will like it's like you said like the big picture kind of thing. It will like aim whether I to do this or do this. But as long as I'm doing something, that's where I find my meaning. And like, as long as I make the next tune, as, I, as long as I make this thing, then I'm good kind of thing.
1: Well, I mean, I, the way I look at it and the way I've always counted is like, how many years do I need to get to a thousand episodes? So if I do one a week for 52 weeks, that's 500 will get me 10 years. So a thousand is 20 years. So like, that's what it is. So it's like you want to hit, I I have milestones in my mind rather than I want to get X amount of listeners or X amount of views. I have like consistency milestones because I know and everyone, every artist I talk to is like, I've been rapping for X amount of years. I've been doing this for X amount of years. It didn't happen overnight. So it's going to be the same with, with what I do. And it's like, so yeah, I count episodes like, all right. And so I'm, I've always been committed. One a week. I never skip a week. It's just what you got to do. And like the average podcaster, I remember when I was starting, they said that the average podcast lasts eight episodes because it's real easy to do your first couple and then put them out and then do another few. But what's hard about it is the consistency because podcasting, unlike anything else, is week in, week out. If you miss weeks, you lose listeners because the need for a podcast doesn't disappear. Like the need for music doesn't disappear. They just move on to someone else. And so then it's harder to get them back. Cause like, will you disappear again? Are you going to go on sabbatical or are you going to keep going? So it's same with music. Like you don't want to go on a three year sabbatical where you haven't released any music. Cause it's like, then you've got to get fans back rather than continuing to build. 100%. Well, man, I only have one more question for you. It's probably the hardest question I'm going to ask. It's the only question that I plan on the podcast, so probably makes a lot of sense. But if you had to recommend one album, cannot be your own music, can be any genre of music, but it's one album that you recommend everybody just get an appreciation of. It doesn't have to be the best album of all time. Just to appreciate, what would it be?
0: J Cole
1: for his for his Hill Drive. <laughs> How oh, did I know? Damn,
0: J Cole like crazy, bro.
1: <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, like, I I obviously did a little bit of research, and you've mentioned Joe Cole before, or J Cole before. Joe Cole is the footballer, um, but J Cole. But it's so funny because I'm not the biggest J Cole fan, for and real. it's 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 weird because like like. He inspired you and I, and I always respect him for what he did and what he can do. But it's his voice. You don't rate like his voice? No, nah, it's too monotone for me. Weirdly enough, I sometimes think I'm just like he can go hard when he goes hard. I'm a fan, but then like just sometimes he's just too. I don't know. I'm. I like weird voices in hip hop.
0: Do you rate Eminem?
1: Yeah, I like his voice, although. Like I was never, the the person that I've always loved, like number one for me is Big Pun. Big Punisher, Capital Punishment is like, and then Biggie was second on my list.
0: Crazy. Fair. Yeah. That's a new new thing. That's a new thing. The the thing about me, I I rate, I, 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 as much as I say, I don't like to look at like other people to like inspire things, but like, I'd like to see what other people rate and see what, like, I can add. in. so, like, I will take different parts of, like, other people's, like, things that I see as sick in other people's stuff. So, like, Eminem and, like, how he does, like, different voices and J. Cole storytelling and, like, this thing and I'll add it into my stuff. Now, i never seen people that are like, oh, the voice is a big aspect. So, that's a...
1: Yeah. Oh, for me, it's huge. And I think... So, like, when I listen to A Tribe Called Quest all their voices are very samey to me. They don't sound particularly different from one another. And I kind of struggle with a bit of that. Like I want you to sound different. Like I think one of Biggie's biggest strengths was his voice. He has such a unique way he does it. You can tell it's Biggie as soon as he's on the mic. Prodigy sounds very different. Method Man has one of the most unique voices in hip hop. Lil Wayne has a unique voice. All Like I think – we underrated and someone that I've always loved his voice is Vinny Paz. He just has this like rough, gruff voice. So I think like finding the voice that you like is yeah. kind of half the battle.
0: Yeah. It makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. It.
1: It's good to know. All the things that we think about, but like it's hard because you can't really change. Like you can change your own voice, but it's oh, like oh, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's hard. Like I like I've looked at like what voice does and like different ways to speak and like whether you quicken up or you slow down or like you go higher or lower. All these things I've looked into and it's a mind fuck to work on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: man. Well man, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Obviously, Vic spelt V dot I dot Um you can check him out on Spotify. You've obviously got IG and TikTok where it's Hello Vico. Um, so make sure you check him out. Make sure you show him some love. And uh, obviously stay tuned for any other projects that are coming out. But, man, is there anything you wanted to to plug, anything you wanted to shout it out?
0: Um, I've got a new tune dropping in two weeks. I haven't even announced it yet, but it's, it's called Peace of Mind. But, yeah, apart from that, that's I think that's about it, mate.
1: Well, look at Hip Hop Hustle continuing to get the exclusives, but peace of mind will be out. So by the time this comes out and by the time this drops, this will be out for sure for anyone who's live streaming that you get the exclusive, but make sure you check it out. Um, Also, you had a track that recently dropped. uh, It was mutation due game as well. So that came out as well. So I'm going to make sure to plug that, but um, yeah, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm looking forward to seeing what else you do in your career. Thank you very much. my bro. Thank you. It was great talking to you. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.